the volume. The Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco podcast is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to bet the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook during the football season. This is why I love betting on the FanDuel Sportsbook. It's America's number one sportsbook for obvious reasons. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. Fast payouts in as quick as two hours. Are you kidding me? And do you see these same game parlay bets? Not to mention the live betting. Just a gorgeous platform all the way across the board. FanDuel is making it easy for everyone to bet this season with a bunch of promotions that they will be sharing all season long on my podcast. You can't miss it. We're talking about risk-free bets, same-game parlay bets, enhanced odds, markets, and more. That's boosted odds, baby. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code MONACO. So they know I sent you. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 Arizona. 1-888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org forward slash chat Connecticut. 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com forward slash RG Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Michigan, Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789, Tennessee. Visit www.1800gambler.net, West Virginia. Welcome in. Happy Friday. Welcome to another episode of Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco. I'm your host, Alex Monaco. Honor and pleasure to be with you here close to rounding out the month of February, the quickest month in sports and in life. The Super Bowl's over. It's all NBA. This particular podcast, I feel very strongly about And I'm very excited to share with you all as we dive in. It's a couple of NBA futures. Again, weekend pick. Tough to go in on weekend NBA. So I got a couple NBA futures for you. One team, one player. Spoke about this with Liv on Wednesday. And I'm going to go Across the pond, aren't I? A little English Premier League two-leg parlay, one for two last week. Did tell you Chelsea money line over Palace was the move. They did cash. Unfortunately, we took an L to Tottenham of all clubs. But I got a cheeky little one, two-teamer, heavy favorite, should cash. Nice little W over the weekend. And we get ready for all things NBA next week. So let's dive in. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, all things volume sports. Check out everything we have to offer. So many exciting conversations. Dame Lord was stupendous with Draymond. Must listen if you're a hoops person. Let's get into it. Lock of the day. Here we go. Tough to call the MVP a lock in February. I'm not going to lie because this line moves a lot for these players and 
it's always a narrative somewhat driven by sports broadcasting, sports media. So you don't want to call it a lock. But look, this is our subject on the pod. It's a lock. I'm going to dance. And I'm going to feel really good about dancing with Nikola Jokic at plus 270 on FanDuel right now for MVP. Let's just start here. All right, right now Embiid is the front runner. I wholeheartedly believe this, and I mentioned this on Wednesday. I think Embiid, with Harden coming in and so much uncertain in Philly, is going to be protected more for the playoffs than he's going to be leaned on towards the last third, if not fourth, of the regular season here with around 20-plus games to go. It doesn't make sense economically for the structure of this team. It doesn't make sense to ride him into the ground when, let's face it, how many seasons has this man even completed? He's playing out of his gourd. He's playing immaculate basketball. He's playing MVP basketball. The thing is, is with Doc Rivers at the helm and Harden coming in, Outside of the chemistry with them, which is going to be very necessary to work out and hash out, explain to me for Philly why you need to play Embiid any more than two-thirds of the rest of this schedule. Why would you be playing him? You're not going to win the East, in my opinion. And the East is so scattered right now and so close, one through eight, but the drop-off after the competitive teams there really want, you know, play in, of course, 1 through 10. We're talking under 500 teams, Pacers, Knicks, teams of that elk that are just trying to get in the playing game. Philly's not going anywhere. They're going to the playoffs. I'm just pointing out, if your goal is to win the East for home court, I think it comes at a cost with Embiid. So on that note, if you say, let's just look at these two bigs, Joel and Jokic, and say who's going to play more games down the stretch, you have to say Jokic, A, for health, B, the Nuggets go nowhere without Nikola. You look at what Embiid has been and not been this season when he's not in the lineup, not as startling as years past, believe it or not, this core in Philly plays pretty solid team ball to their credit and their coached up credit. Then you look at who else you have in the front runner, which is Giannis, Curry, and John Moran. I think the conversation ends there. DeMar DeRozan's an exciting story, but he's just not going to edge out these. It's it's essentially between these five men. I look at Giannis, and he's playing incredible basketball, but it's not, it's quiet incredible basketball. He's not wooing and wowing us with this team because probably, which is not his fault, they're coming off a championship. They're coming off him being an MVP. So there's almost a level of, all right, well, you give us 28 and 11, you know, and that's what we need. And of course, he's playing excellent defense too. I believe he's third, if not fourth favorite to win defensive player of the year. He's in the conversation. I'm not saying he's not. And then you look at Curry and you look at Jaw, and Jaw has played out of his mind. In fact, his odds have gone down tremendously because he's made so much ground up. 
I don't think he wins the MVP this year. I think those games miss hurt him a little bit. Also, the success of the Grizzlies when he wasn't playing hurt him a little bit in this. And Curry's had a quiet, quiet run. Now, you know I was on Curry. So this is a hot route into who I actually now believe to win it all. I believe Curry in the regular season. I think you're allowed one mulligan in the NBA MVP race. And so I'm on Curry, but that's all things considered. Hedging with my guy, the Joker, and I'm slapping it down at the poker table. And you just need to listen to this, all right? Nobody else in all three categories, points, boards, assists, is top eight, all top 10. Nobody right now. He's eighth in scoring. He's second in boards. He's eighth in assists. His MVP numbers last year was 26, 10, and 8. This year, he's averaging 26, 13.8, and 7.9 dimes. He's 0.1 below his assists last year. He's the exact same points, and he's giving us almost four more rebounds per game. The Nuggets, they're without Porter. Most of the season, they've been without Jamal Murray the entire season. He is playing with nobody in Denver, and they are in the playoffs if you stop today. Not the play-in, the playoffs. 15 Ice Cube triple-doubles. 15. Okay? I think Embiid has won this season. How about this? 46 double-doubles. 46 times this man got at least 10 rebounds or 10 assists. You have to say to yourself, if the NBA is capable of giving back-to-back NBA MVPs to the same person, and they are, if Giannis is not really in the narrative, well, the Bucs aren't playing top four Eastern basketball right now. You look at Embiid on a potential pitch count, a little load management for the playoffs, and you say, Jaw, again, it's just it's a str- it's a stretch simply because of how good these bigs are playing. If you take Jokic off the Nuggets, they're in the bottom of the West. We're talking that that integral of a part of this team, offense and defense. I like it. I'm getting almost three to one odds. I'm done on my soapbox. We move on. Jokic, NBA MVP. Lock it in. The guy is simply not slowing down. FanDuel Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And with FanDuel, same game parlays, you can turn little bets into big paydays. Choose any NBA game and build out your own same game parlay. For the legs of the bet, you can pick who will win on the money line or the spread over under total points for your favorite player as well as the game and pick the player to score the first basket of the game. 
This is why I love betting with FanDuel Sportsbook. Payouts in as little as two hours, ease of use, it's safe and secure. Plus, if you're a new customer, you get a risk-free first bet up to $1,000. Make every game feel like the finals all season long. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app or head to FanDuel.com and sign up using promo code MONACO to bet the NBA today and get your first bet risk-free. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 Arizona 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org forward slash chat Connecticut 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com forward slash RG Colorado Indiana New Jersey Virginia 1-877-770-STOP Louisiana 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help Michigan 1-877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text hope new york 467369 New York, Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789, Tennessee. Visit www.1800gambler.net, West Virginia. All right, now we move to a degenerate special, and I'm loving this. I am absolutely McDonald's loving it. Manchester City over Everton, Manchester United over Watford. Man City on the road. Man U at Old Trafford at home. Coming off a nice draw against Atletico Madrid this midweek. This past midweek, 1-1 on the road. Coming back. But we're going to start with Man City. Who actually has come off a loss. Coming off a loss. Which I'll get to how they play after a loss. Everton, four points clear of relegation. Serious trouble right now. In their last 10 games against Man City, 0-9-1. Over the last five years, they've put up six goals in those 10 matches and conceded 27. 27. 21 goal difference in 10 outings. That is two goals with a smidge over difference per match with these two. Man City, what have they done on the road this year? The one and only time Man City has lost on the road in the Premier League this season was when we had them last week against Tottenham. Other than that, they are 10 wins, 0 and 2 away from home. 10 0 and 2 away from home, averaging 2.1 goals a game away from home. And how about this? Even more remarkable clean sheets, which means no goals given up in 46% of those road games. 63 points after 26 matches. They are. In their last 10 years, only looking at one better performance from a goal differential and point standpoint 
And that was the 2017-2018 team. This club is playing out of their mind. And last but not least, why I love them over Everton. The last time City's lost two leagues, two league matches, December 2018. <gasps> December 2018? Since then, they've lost 18 times in this league. 17-0-1 in the games immediately after. In those 17 matches won, the average score is 3.6 to 0.47. Oh, goodness gracious. And how about this? They've scored three or more goals in 65% of those games and kept clean sheets in 71% of them. I don't know what Pep has in his step as the manager of this club once they lose. When they catch an L, they come back and they hurt adults' feelings. And I love them over Everton. And we look at Man U over Watford. Let's not shun Man U right now. All right? They're fourth in the PL table, 13-7-6, 46 points. They're on a plus 10 goal differential. They're going against 18th in the table this weekend against Watford. All right? Minus 19 goals. Watford 1-1-3 in their last five matches. Man U 3-0-2. Man U... Let's look at their last couple months of play here. Coming off in the Premier League, a nice convincing 4-2 win against Leeds. Shut out Brighton. Yes, they drew against Southampton. Should have never drew against Burnley. Awful outing for a draw. But they did beat West Ham. They beat Brentford convincingly. They drew against Villa and then they beat them. And then, yes, they lost to Wolverhampton. But before that, even in the month of December, four wins, two draws, no losses. That is not as dramatic as Man United Twitter may make it out to seem. Then you look at Watford. They had one goal on target in their last match against Crystal Palace. Seven attempts. One goal on target. How about this trend with clean sheets in Watford recent matches? Their last six games, it's happened five times. And you heard what their record is in the last five matches. Their opponents ad- averaging a goal aggregate of seven, Watford scored two. Oh gosh. Head to head, Man U have won four of the last six against Watford. They have not lost in seven straight matches in this league. You take out that L against Wolverhampton, the draw against Burnley, the last three months has really been a lot better than Man U supporters would have you believe. And again, Watford, 18th in the league. They only have 18 points on the season. I mean, that is a month of football for City or United if they're rocking on all cylinders. So this is a little juice. I'm seeing minus 146 on FanDuel. So yes, little juice. If this doesn't hit, I'm getting a second haircut in one week and starting all over. Man City, Man U, gorgeous little degenerate special. And we wrap up the show with a prop, little prop shot. Lakers... To make the playoffs right now on FanDuel, minus 104 is yes, minus 118 is no. If you know your numbers, you know that Vegas is telling you by a smidge 
They're not going to make the playoffs. I'm seeing it right now. 49% chance, according to 538's projections, and a 4% chance to make the finals with a 2% chance of winning it all. So you're telling me there's a dumb and dumber chance. Coming off the break, 3-7 and seven in their last 10. So I broke this down. I really took my time with this. I'm a Laker fan. Die hard. Born and raised. SoCal kid. They're without Anthony Davis for several weeks here. I'm going to say it's not a true four weeks, including this last one. Then you look at the schedule, which is really the biggest factor here. The schedule. Because this is the 10th best offense in the NBA. Say what you will about their D. They put the ball in the basket. 10th ranked offense in a league where 20 teams go to a play-in tournament and or playoffs should be enough with LeBron James on your roster and Anthony Davis on your roster. LeBron, for a second, let's start here, 30-plus points in five of his last 10, 29-plus in seven of the last 10. He's had a triple-double. He's had four double-doubles in his last 10 games. He's playing like he's aging backwards. You look at the schedule. Let's start with the easy wins. Because right now there are a few games under 500. they They're right there in that play-in tournament conversation. They got the Pelicans three times. They got the Spurs, the Wizards, the Rockets, and the Thunder. Let's say they go 2-1 and one against the Pelicans. That's a 3-1, and 4-1, 5-1, 6-1 in those seven-game outings. 6-1. and one. Then you look at the games they can win. They got Toronto twice. Just give me a split. Just split with the Raptors. We know what LeBron's done in the East against the Raptors. He owns Jurassic Park. They go against Cleveland. Very winnable game. If they show up, engage, check in, and LeBron goes berserk, they win that game. They got Dallas twice and the Clippers twice. They should win three of those four games. I expect them to probably go two and two, but... If they go 3-1 and one in those four against Clippers and Dallas, that would be tremendous. And then the hard games. Denver twice, who they've proven they could beat. Golden State twice, who they almost beat and have already this season twice. They have the Suns twice, probably chalk those up as both else. They dance against the Sixers. Winnable game for sure. That'll pen Harding, Harden playing or not. And they got Utah twice. They have Utah once, rather, and they've already beat Utah twice. Outside of Golden State and the Suns and maybe Denver, I'm reading you games they can win and should win. Now, I went over, of course, the over-unders. I'm on the over of the win totals, but I'm on them to make the playoffs, and there is an element of strength of schedule that is in the Lakers' favor If Russell Westbrook can get off of the yips golf mindset and into the Spicoli flow, if you want to call it, just surfing the wave, carving the wave, you are the wave, you are the Energizer Bunny, and get us exactly the same reason I'm sure Polinka was feeling, for them to utilize him in the regular season for minutes, for effort, for energy, for defense, for facilitating, and he shocks Lakers Nation. Comes back with his... Stella got his groove back, baby. 
I think they make a run at the playoffs, and I think they're the last team you want to see not named Golden State or Phoenix in the West. I'm I'm dead serious. And I think LeBron has another gear. Because I think there's a world where if this doesn't happen and they miss the playoffs, he might ask for a trade. And you don't want to see that. So I'm going to try to stay optimistic. Glass half full. Lakers make the playoffs. Minus 104. Look at the schedule. Marinate on it. Listen to the segment twice. Flirt with it. I'm putting a pretty penny on the Lakers to make the playoffs. And that wraps it up. Thank you for tuning in. Happy weekend. We have a wonderful set of shows next week. Couple of great guests as well. Appreciate you subscribing, rating, and reviewing. Means a lot. Thank you for tuning in. As always, shout out to Brums on the ones and twos. And do not forget to hug your mothers. We'll see you next time. Ta-ta. Real smooth. The Volume.